One of my favourite times of the week, I've said that before, is when we get to talk to Dr. Carl Krusenicki about things that make the world work. Uh, author of 47 books, Dr. Carl's little book on climate change science is his latest, but he's working on one right now. And where is he working on it? Where does his inspiration come from? Well, if you read a lot of Dr. Carl, maybe a lot of his inspiration comes forward while he's sitting in the men's room. I don't know. He's on the phone right now. Hello, Dr. Carl. Ahoy. And yes, people do call the toilet the throne. Is that what you're alluding to? Exactly. Why is it? And I think it might be a men's thing because I, 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 at my house, it's not a woman's thing. When men have to sit down to do what they do, why is it better when you read? Have you noticed that? Do you, do you read when you're having a sit? On your throne? I do, and I've been told it's bad by many people, including medical people, and I've, I haven't done a story on it, so at the moment, my knowledge is very shallow. Give me another five hours, I might have a better answer for you. Well, how about we look at maybe next week, what your special topic, brought about by oh. Dr. Luke, can be why do men like to read on the throne? Oh, look, hang on, look, I'm, I'm heading down to Antarctica shortly, so I don't know if I'm going to have a spare five hours in the next week. No. Well, when you get back, when you get round to it, and when you get, and, and I'm, I'm tipping that you'll write most of it while sitting on your throne. Now, Dr. Carl, uh-huh. you, you often talk about the important issues on this program, correct? The deep ones, the deep ones. The yeah. deep ones. And I was reading something online the other day that you were, you thought one of the important issues of the day was why do we lose weight when we fart? And indeed, if we do, how much weight per fart do we lose? Seriously? Right. Good, good, good morning. Good morning. Well, um, when I was involved in gastroenterology, um, I learned the importance of asking all sorts of questions about everything, you know, from what you eat to what comes out. And they did have a saying, which was, yeah. if you don't put your finger in it, you put your foot in it. Mm-hmm. So you've got to delve deeply into all the issues and ask all the embarrassing questions about their poo. And on occasions, I had patients say, what do you want to know that for? That's unnatural. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Germany, the toilet bowls have a special little shaped raised pla- platform. Yeah. So you can inspect your feces before you flush them away. And have a look and see if everything's all right. Yeah. And you can see things like corn in there or too much fat or whatever. And then you can go and look up the Bristol stool scale. More importantly, we'll talk about fat. And look, I should point out right now, I don't want to go into too deeply, (laughs) that there's a difference between weight and mass. Mm -hmm. So let's just say, how much mass do you lose? When you fart. When you fart. So we won't go into how much fart. We can leave this as an exercise for the listeners Mm. to ponder as a here between midnight and dawn, keeping Australia running. Mm -hmm. Thank you, beloved listeners, for doing that. No worries. So, on average, uh, according to the stats, the average person farts 15 times a day with a total volume of one and a half litres. Mm-hmm. And then you do something called the universal gas law, mm-hmm. and you do your numbers uh, based on the fact that the fart is about 60% nitrogen, 20% hydrogen, and about 10% uh, uh, about 20% other little gases here and there, um, like Methane, methane, methane. so forth. yeah, methane can vary from zero to thirty percent, but the average is about ten percent. So you've got all of these, and carbon dioxide is another ten percent. So 
you you lose a mass of 1.5 grams a day, mm. which is not a good way to lose weight because you're already losing weight through the other end. Did you know that your major excretory organ is your mouth? Not really. You lose most of your weight or most of what you eat goes out the way it came in through mm. your mouth. Well, some politicians and Anthony Mundine, yes, I can understand that. Ah, but uh, what, what comes out the other end is mostly bacteria. Mm. Now, the thing about farts is don't feel embarrassed about doing them because on one hand, it's not you that's doing it. No. It's the bacteria that have invaded you and live in your gut. They get this extra nutrition from the food and the side effect is that they generate lots of gas. If you did not have these bacteria weighing a couple of hundred grams, living in your gut, you would be eating twice as much food. Imagine that at each meal, you're eating twice as much. And yet, your overall weight would be two-thirds mm -hmm. of what it is now, mm -hmm. and you'd be weak and sickly. And for example, you'd have an underdeveloped immune system, and you wouldn't be making fatty acids, which are essential for your proper brain functioning. Why is it then, for many, many years, a fart has always been a go-to for a gag. If, 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 if somebody's writing a movie or a stand-up comic is lacking laughs, the fart seems to get them through. Well, it's a fairly low form of humour. There's yeah. humour of surprise, humour of situation, yeah. humour of insult, etc., etc. And this is falling into the sort of slapstick thing of humour of embarrassment where it's something that you're supposed to do but only in private. Now, like, like, for example, the whoopee cushion, one of the biggest-selling comedy props in the history of comedy. Hang on, are you sure? I, I made that up. Ah, so we need to check that in a peer-reviewed journal. Maybe there'd be some International Journal of Comedy, which would be a subset of psychology. I don't know. I reckon the whoopee cushion is the biggest-selling comedy prop in the world. I, I'm, I'm, that's my, if you'll pardon the expression, that's my gut feeling. Um, possibly it, it wouldn't be too far off yeah. as an actual physical accessory. But we, now, see, we, love, have, we love to laugh at farts. Anyway, sorry, go on. We do. And have I mentioned the reason why farts smell worse in the shower? I probably have. Oh, because the steam. And, they, and, they, and you're surrounded by glass and steam. It's fantastic. Oh, there's, there's five separate reasons. Okay, go on. First is that you're in the nude. Hmm. And in the same way that masks can stop uh, smells and uh, water droplets coming through, they can also stop the fart gas from coming through to some degree. So you, you're not wearing any clothes when you're mm. in the shower. Mm. It's the first thing. Secondly, it's a small area normally for us poor folk. So it's not like we've got a huge shower, ten mm. you know, or twenty square meters, which is you know one meter by one meter. Uh, third thing is you've got rising wind currents for two reasons. The Bernoulli principle, which kind of helps aeroplanes fly, kind of, but not quite, mm. and also the hot air rises. Mm. Fourthly, you've got the fact that your skin is hot, and if any of the fart molecules land on your skin, they then get re-emitted. Uh, you might notice this. I'm sure you, when you go to the gym, you put on a bit of <laughs> Chanel Number no. 5 first thing in the morning. You smell nothing during the day. It fades away. You go to the gym, suddenly it comes off your skin. And the fifth reason is that the high humidity, as you mentioned in the first place, and we discovered this with cruel experiments done to young German military recruits. Bad <laughs> smells swell, um, smell worse under areas uh, under conditions of high humidity. Yeah. Okay. I'm so pleased we're talking this morning. And, and and whenever you did drop one, your mother would say, "Go outside and shake yourself." What? 
what your mother would say, or you're obviously not your mother, but mothers around the world, they would say, go outside and shake yourself because the clothing would absorb the fart and it would slowly dispense. So you had to go out the front and shake yourself to get rid of it. Did your parents make you do this? Yes. Ah. That, that might explain why I am the person I am. Ah, as opposed to parents around the world. Your family did this. Ah. Now, the, uh, I, I actually, now that I think about it, I did some great research in farts. You can see it on TikTok. Um, I, I helped make one of the world's first fartographs. <laughs> Do I? Go, we've got 30 seconds. Go on. Um, one of the experimenters, a microbiologist, got their eight-year-old child to fart with their naked buttocks onto a blood agar culture plate <laughs> and in the middle, and then cultured it, uh, and then in the middle they found big lumpy things which are what we call the initial blast zone or the IBZ, and that's where we had uh, E. coli, in other words, fecal bacteria. But we had quite two different bacteria running in a sort of slightly curved straight line on each side of the IBZ. We call this the splattering, and that's where the <laughs> fart gas came across the, skin, the inner skin of the buttocks, uh, which had been pushed apart by the fart gas, picked up some skin bacteria and dropped some staphylococci there. So we had E. coli mm. in the middle and staphylococci on the outside. You can see beautiful pictures of this on my TikTok account. Go to Dr. Carl's TikTok account, and you, you'll see him delivering a lot of the, uh, the video while sitting on his throne, which we'll talk more about. Um, next week or the week after. When are you going to Antarctica? Um, early March, and I'll be gone for about a month. All right. This will be my sixth trip to Antarctica. All right. Well, we will miss you. Um, we might talk next week. If not, we know why you're, you're away. And mm. and the toilet at Antarctica, the cubicles, are they fart-worthy? I, obviously, I haven't told you about the fire toilet, have I? Oh, leave it for next week. Next time. Next time. You've got to leave us hungry for something. The fire toilet. I'd never used a fire toilet before. All right. Well, I look forward to our next conversation. Dr. Carl, we love you. We'll miss you. Peachy Keen, love you too. See you soon. Bye-bye. Dr. Carl Krasinicki.